0: Welcome to another edition of Mighty Sports Minute I am your host, Talent T. Taylor Man, it is January 16th It's about 59 degrees in the morning It's completely foggy out there Hopefully things start to clear up It's looking to get to about 78 degrees today But we gonna see We got football We got basketball We got we got football playoffs But you know what I say Goals to the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. The whole rundown is already set up. If you've been keeping up with basketball this week, you were in for a treat. And not just a treat, but a double treat, a treat of treats. And you got it like, you got it two times We we started off watching San Antonio Spurs, and you saw that Cleveland game, and you realize that this week you saw two emerging stars. And we gonna we gonna to touch we gonna to touch on both of them just a, just a tad bit. San Antonio versus Cleveland. San Antonio came away with that game, but Cleveland didn't make it easy, and we didn't think Cleveland was going to make it easy, but. Cleveland came out full force. And. They hopped out to an early lead. And. They remained undefeated at home. (laughs) But they ain't just. Remained undefeated at home. Kawhi Leonard. That. Boy. Came into the game. And was like. (laughs) And took. And took over completely took over and dropped 50 just straight dropped a 50 burger like it was second nature to him and and you and you're wondering like how much better is this dude gonna get if against supposedly the best player in the league in the world i'm sorry that's what he said this this is his words I'm the best player in the league. I'm sorry, I'm the best player in the world. we said last year, right? We heard him say it. Not only he not only he not only did he come into the league saying that he is the king of the league, now ten years later, he's the best player in the world. But Kawhi Leonard came out there and dropped fifty on you. Snatched your heart out of your chest and said, no 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 no, not today, pimping. You are on my turf. You are in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> and he's like, there's no way I'm going to let this dude come into my house and beat me because this is now my house. We've already went into your house when you had your big three and your all-star mega lineup and beat you then. I'm not going to let allow you to beat us now. That was compelling basketball. you like, you... Listen, if you haven't seen it, then you should see it. That's a, That that was definitely a game to watch. And then... Golden State versus Miami. Not for nothing. Did not live up to the hype that... And I didn't think it would. That I thought it would. It was a decent game. But... <laughs> If you cut the game after that. And watch them play Denver. That game. Was interesting. Because unfortunately. The Golden State Warriors. Take their third loss. And. Listen. I'm not going to take anything away from Golden State. And say. Actually. I'm going to take a lot away from them. What am I saying? Like, I'm not going to take anything away from Denver. I should say. But. There's something to be said that you get out rebounded and out hustle when your hustle guy is out on the is on the bench, like your hustle energy guy is the guy that makes you gritty, the guy that makes you tough, the guy that gives you that snarl, that snare, that that, that bit of swag, that 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 edge, that griminess is sitting there on the bench in a suit, looking pretty, while Kawhi, not Kawhi, but 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 the manimal. Ah, uh, what's that? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? I forget his name. Fareed. Kenneth Fareed. <laughs> you know? While well, he is over there bouncing up and down and, and then you got guys out here just dropping threes all over the place. Like, what what did you eat? I But mean, you got out rebounded. More than anything, you got out-rebounded and you got out hustled. I mean, Golden State made it a good game and, and, and Curry and Curry came off with came off with the sauce. And storing, and storing, and storing, serving it up, serving it up, and next you know, like everybody was seeing yellow. There was just so much curry all over the place, and made it a good game. Just couldn't eat it up. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it looked like to me a, <laughs> that at the end of the game, Clay Thompson more than anything else just really didn't care about the game. Like, it was it just me, like, to not be aware to call a timeout right away when you catch that ball you know what I mean, with 3.9 seconds left, but you, but, you know, to take a couple of dribbles, you know, like, to, to have that kind of nonchalantness, like, I don't know if he, if he was just this, didn't care about, at that point, he was like, you know what, I don't even care about this outcome, or he just really didn't think they had enough time, but then that goes to the second point, to not know that you had 3.9 seconds. Like, and, 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 and the thing about it is that, that's what, that's what really shocked me about him getting the last, the last play of the game, or, or getting the last shot of the game, because right before that, he's dribbling. He's trying to dribble the ball when he usually you know you should catch that ball and take a timeout automatically so you could so you could advance the ball. Like he flood he like he fudged up there, but then he takes two he takes two dribbles and and, and he's already lobbing up a shot. Mean instead like not, not not even looking, just completely tossing it up. So when he inbounded the ball, when when the ball is is inbounded to him, and he doesn't even take a dribble, and he takes a fadeaway three pointer, I'm not surprised that, that that's the BS kind of shot that he that he decided to settle for because the previous play before the he he looked like he already threw in the towel. That ball should have went into anybody else except for Clay Thompson. Except for Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson had already ba- um packed it in. And 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 I'm sorry, like this this is not the second time that, I, that I've, I've noticed something in Clay Thompson's character that doesn't quite sit well with me. Like, yo, talent-wise, pff, this dude is the bee's knees. Like, <laughs> like no, seriously, like, like, like he's he, he's more on point than, than anything you could dig. Like, because he can drain the three, he can go to the basket, he can, he can get by his man, he can finish when he wants to. But, pff, or get by his man and just pull up for a mid-range, too. Like, like his shot is something pure. But I, I've seen him just not care at the end of games. Like, like, completely being taken out of games and just have this, like, cry baby tantrum kind of look on his face, like, eh, I don't care, and I can't, and I can't. I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch out for Clay Thompson if I was, if I was you or anybody else, but I'm not gonna take away from what, from what from what Steph Curry did. Steph Curry came in and... Played his butt off, and so far since then, you know, has has decided to you know maintain. But listen, D- Denver, they they've matched up well with they've ma- matched up poorly with Denver to begin with for this year. So the fact that they would lose against Denver when they're missing the guy that already has now uh, what is it like eight plus triple doubles, you know, for the season already. So, I'm gonna listen. I'm not that surprised. I'm just gonna say, like, if if you were, if you were shocked, like, yeah, you shouldn't be. Like Draymond Green being out is, is 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 turning out to be a way more integral piece to their lineup than than we ever thought. And and also, I would assume that like I understand who they started, but why would you start Andrew Inge at that point? Like he's more Draymond Greenish as a, as a Swiss Army knife kind of player, more than whoever the guy like. Give that guy, like I said, I wish I could remember his name. I should have rolled it down. But give that guy Ingo Dallas a minute and bring him off and bring him with the bench squad that is managed very well with with Sean Livingston and the rest of that squad. But they gave him the start. And I think something in their hustle wise just wasn't there from the beginning. Like they, they were just too pretty for themselves. Cleveland didn't have. A good game against Houston, and it wasn't Cleveland's fault. Houston didn't bring it, but but in this whole entire week, what I've noticed from from Cleveland, and and, it, and it's been, and it, and it was even a little bit last week. Kyrie Irving is definitely making a point to say that he is a top. I say top five I know he's definitely top ten but he, he is up there like top three ball handles if not top two with, with ball handles yeah you, you understand uh, you dribble drive finesse power uh like, he brought it I he brought it all this week like he was trying to make a statement a very bold statement that when healthy that's the key word in the statement unfortunately when healthy I am the one of the, the baddest point guards on this court, in any arena, at any given time, in any place, anytime you want it, I can give it to you. Like I've been seeing Uncle Drew since he's come back from injury. I see that now. The thing about it, is, and I, I, I may have mentioned this before, like his, his moves take torque, like his 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 finesse and his moves take torque. Like like he spins viciously his spins aren't finesse, like they, they don't they don't flow. Like like you see the torque in there. Those torques take tolls on the body. Like if nothing else takes toll on the body, it's torque. There's that constant torque, 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 torque. But to be a great bowler or something, like you have to have that torque. To, like to to get off that to get off the move, Like you see it in him. But he's bowling. He's bowling his behind off. Like you you saw, him. I saw it, like if you saw any of these games this week, like Dallas, you know San Antonio, Houston, and like you saw him boogie on guys left and right, like just straight out disrespectfully embarrassed them. You know, come around like like even just just a simple way like like he that like he he comes and and spins off of picks, you know, like. Man, I I really do like watching Kyrie, and and that's really bad too because. Kyrie Irving was the acquisition was it was was the pick that they got as soon as LeBron left. So I've been watching Cleveland more since LeBron has been gone because I've been interested to see how Kyrie Irving has gonna developed. Now unfortunately, like he just had this up and down you know, time period where you know he was he was injured a good portion of his of his rookie season. You know, I think I think in like the fourth season he was also injured. You know, even after getting um Deion um, Waiters who's also over there bowling in the OKC, we're gonna talk about him just a little bit later you know like them them guys will, will will find a little a little cohesiveness so listen i'm not i'm not going to lie to you like a team that would have been Kyrie Irving, Deion Waiters and Andrew Wiggins would would have been proper but it would have depended way too much on Kyrie Irving Kyrie Irving's health i think this team is going to be the same way too Ron Love's not having to be that primary ball handler and having a guy that can handle the ball the way that Kyrie Irving can is such is so big for LeBron because it allows him to fall back a little bit, because Kyrie does have that does have that attacking mentality just as well. Listen, J.R. Smith can can could start at shooting guard and, and and give them the same thing too that, that that attacking mentality. But but you also can't can't trade it in for 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 Shumpert's defense. Kyrie Irving. Let's put it this way. Cleveland only goes as far as Kyrie Irving's health this season. And that that's probably going to be their bottom line. Moving around on, like I said, the OKC. <laughs> OKC goes into Dallas. And, no, actually, they didn't go into Dallas. They, I believe they were at home. But they played Dallas and straight up poo-poo all over the map. Like, just but not for nothing. Let me, let me, let me, let's make one thing clear before we talk about that, that 20, 30 point loss that they had. <laughs> oh, man. Dirk Nowitzki wasn't playing and Darren Williams didn't play. And listen, that's your starting point guard, and you're starting power forward against one of the most dynamic teams in the league. And that and that's probably one of the best ways to describe Oklahoma City is that they are, they are purely dynamic. And it's it's really I'm you, Oklahoma City's biggest asset right now is not only is Kevin Durant healthy, like more like so far has been more healthy than he's probably been like in the last two, three seasons. But those acquisitions they got last season, you know, the Enos Cantor and 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 the uh, Dion Waiters. And, and and even 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 though even the guy that they got in the draft, oh man, like they have so many pieces. Like Sergi Baca being able to hit threes, you know, more consistently now. You know, so you know, um um, they 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 listen. They have a dirty player too named Adams. Like listen, Adams is an aggravator of big men. Like with every single big man that plays, you damn near wants to fight you. Like. <laughs> Like there's something that you are doing that 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 that, they, that nobody agrees with, but those guys offensively, like to have Westbrook as well and Durant on the court at the same time, like Serge Ibaka, Adams, Cantor, Waiters, those guys have the ability to ball out like every single every single night, and we saw this against Dallas. Dallas was was depleted, and there's and listen, there, there were a few things I learned this I learned this game. Right, I learned. Charlie Villanueva is still in the league. He plays for the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, the Charlie Villanueva that was the first person to snitch about what goes on in between what what is said in between the lines of of the basketball court. He decided to report that to the media. It was on Kevin Garnett. So we, all, we we all know Kevin Garnett is known to you know is known to some to say some outlandish shit. You know what I mean I love fruity pebbles to mellow. You know, <laughs> um, or Honey Nut Cheerios or whatever he said. But, um, yeah, so I learned that Charlie Villanueva is still in the league. Yeah, that guy. I learned Raven Felted is still in the league. <laughs> yeah, Raven Felted, the former Knicks, that, you know, Knicks pick and roll with Stoudemire during the, also the the Sanity, he's still in the league. I learned that JJ Barea is still in the league. But not only is JJ Barea still in the league, but JJ Barea is still undersized and too slow and he's still in the league, like, <laughs> like really. Like JJ Barea has always been undersized and if it wasn't for like his flat out quickness Right, which he doesn't have anymore, right? And 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 he, he didn't have it for long, mind you. You know, I, I didn't like that was probably the only reason that still kept him in. Really well, guess what? He's still undersized and he ain't that quick. Like pff, they didn't have a they didn't have an answer, and and I don't even know if Darren Williams being in the game would would have supplied an answer with all three of them rotating every seven minutes just to try to stay in front of Russell Westbrook, like. This could not, like, this game was, this game was a blowout early, and Oklahoma City took this one, like, like, very very quick, like, just, took it and never let go. Now, a bunch of games we're not going to be, I'm going to have to wait for the rest of the weekend, to be over with, to catch, and don't even know if we'll end up even talking about them next week, but it's going to be the Sacramento and Clippers game. Oklahoma City and Miami Memphis and Knicks Phoenix and Minnesota but that's good because that takes us right into Lakers and Pelicans and watching watching this game <laughs> I really do like the, the Lou Williams acquisition for them. Like, Lou Williams is a savior for that team. And when Kobe retires next year, and it's Lou Williams and Randles and... and oh, What's his name? What's his name? De- D'Angelo... Lewis or something like that his name is? D'Angelo, D'Angelo, D'Angelo... Russell? D'Angelo Russell. There we go. Um... You know and, and and it's more of their team I think they're gonna be okay like I, but like they I, 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 I this team needs something this team still needs a whole lot more like the Nick youngs need to go somewhere um oh, listen, it's unfortunate I like, even even I can't even remember his name Any Roy Hibberts they need to go like I don't even know what Roy Hibbert is, is doing out there like we have, there's a lot of people that of need to go. I, I don't know if their work ethic or their mentality is what you really want to have around a team that you're trying to build for winners. Like, I think that they're more there and they're more interested to play outside the court more than they really care about playing inside the court. So, we're gonna see. Like, like listen, but that was a good game I, against, against the Pelicans. I you got to saw Tyreek Evans. You know, you a nice little appearance by him and and good to see him back in the game and healthy. He's had a bunch of health issues ever since having that great rookie year. He's never fully lived up to not only his high draft pick, but also that that rookie year that he had. Like that rookie year that he had had him projected to be a top ten point guard for a good five, six, seven years, ten years. Like right? it was projected to him to have a healthy career at the that, at, at that guard position as a big point guard at that. Not because not really feeling too comfortable at the shooting guard position, but more of as the ball handler facilitator of the team. So we got a chance to see him. But we also got a chance to see the Lakers. And it came down to the end. And, and like I said, it was a sluggish start. But Lou Williams was that was was the savior of the team, man. because he comes into the game, but when he's playing, like you see didn't say he comes in the game, but when he's playing, like you, you see that there's a whole different pace and there's a whole dif- different energy level that is given when he's in the when he's in the game versus when he's not in the game. And it's and it's, and it's a positive energy level. Like and 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 the fact that he could get to his spot, he could get he could get off the dribble, he could shoot, like he's just on the he's just on the side. Like I talk about JJ Barrea, but you hear me, you know, bigging up Lou Williams, it's only because Lou Williams still has the speed. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he's more of a creator, you know, more than... And he could create a shot more than I think J.J. Barry ever really could. Like, it's, it's also it's a whole different talent base we're talking about here. You know, but he comes in as, as, a, as a savior of the team, you know, pick, picks up the energy, swipes a couple balls away, you know, make, makes a couple of late shots. More than anything, like, Julius... Um, was it Julius Randle, What is his name is? But Randle being able to get that last-second rebound that kind of just <laughs> fell into his lap because... It wasn't for like great box out position and, and, and getting it in the air. No, like he was down and it went through like about four or five different hands before it just kind of like and plopped down and then he dribbles it out and makes one out of two to make it a four point game. And that's pretty much all she wrote. Now. This. <laughs> last game. Was in incredible if you saw this game with philly versus chicago man like if i feel like if you watch this game with me because you were like hey you know it's one of the games that he picked to watch then you were in for a treat as we were introduced to you buckets <laughs> Drop. That's Jimmy Butler, by the way. But buckets, buckets. Drop 50 plus points. Yeah. So when I told you about we was, we had two emerging stars. Yeah. In, in the in the land of lull <laughs> you know we have we have Kawhi Lennon and the San Antonio Spurs as he drops his 50, and then we come out to Chicago as listen. Whew. this game was, was was surprising from beginning to end as this game went into overtime, I believe. We're talking about Philly hopped out to like a 20-point lead over Chicago. 20 points we're talking about here. And then Jimmy Butler said, Eh, eh. Eh, 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 eh. eh, eh. I am not about to lose to basically the the worst team in the league no 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 buckets no, 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 no. buckets 50 all over them scorched to michael ask but not quite mike like <laughs> Yeah, that, that was excited. That that, that, was, that was very 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 much entertaining game, and Chicago manages to pull that one out. Like, whoa, like. How did you figure? So. For the most part, I had most games correct. You know, you know, San Antonio beat Cleveland. Golden State beat Miami. Cleveland beat Houston. OKC beat Dallas. We got to watch, we got to see what happens with this Clippers Sacramento game, the Miami OKC game, the Knicks-Memphis game, Phoenix-Minnesota game. New Orleans did not beat L.A., so I apologize, Lakers fans. I know y'all think I be hating on y'all, but I really don't. I'm actually a Kobe fan. I keep telling y'all this, and listen, who doesn't like L.A.? Like... Like to be honest with you, like who who really doesn't like LA outside of like Boston fans, but who cares about Boston fans? <laughs> like 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 they like the Celtics, the Red Sox, and, and Tom Brady and, and Belichick and the Patriots. Like 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 who gives two shits about them? Like like I'm sorry. Like so pff, like who doesn't like the Lakers? Like Lakers are a lovable team. Like like Lakers like Lakers are, are basically the America's team of the NBA. Like everybody always wants to know what's going on with LA. Like, even when L.A. is bad, you won't know what's going on with L.A. We're going to talk about next week's games. Well, we're going to talk about the rest of these four games in next week's show. As we also talk about the show, the games that we're going to watch. And probably recap whatever games have, have, has transpired since then. You know, that's going to come up on the next show on Tuesday. For that, we're going to take a little break and we'll be back at you. six nine. located just five minutes from Tucci's and Sun Life Stadium in the plaza from snappers most best games save more, play more and we are back and yeah multiverse games right if you guys haven't checked them out you still need to You were, you were slipping you were slacking all your pimping all day long multiverse games have the best trading values in the business You can't beat them hey listen I'm only, I'm listen, I I go there at least once a week. Like every Sunday, you'll catch me there. Like, 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 like like clockwork, damn near. I'm telling you. Place is on point. Right down the street from Tootsie's. So, last show, I told you that we were going to wait a little bit. We're going to wait a little bit to do our NFL picks. So, listen, you, by the time you guys get this, like well, the games don't start till about four o'clock this evening. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be Saturday, right before the games. Now like, you'll have this by noonish, so like we said, we was gonna wait because I I, I really wanted because there were so many games that was so iffy and had so many other factors that I I really didn't feel comfortable making picks last week. I, I did it, so we waited a little bit and. I am a little bit more comfortable with my picks. And I don't even know if my picks have changed any. But I'm just really, I'm just more comfortable with my picks now. And being able to say them. More than I have been. Than I was last week. So. As we proceed. To give you what you need. We're going to have Denver versus Pittsburgh. Kansas City versus New England. Green Bay versus Arizona and Seattle versus Carolina. Now, the two games today, the start at 4.35, is gonna be Kansas City versus New England. And later on today at 8.15, Green Bay versus Arizona. Now, Pittsburgh just has way too many injuries. And 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 that's what it boiled down to. Ben Roethlisberger is gonna go out there with that bum shoulder and Denver's defense is still Denver's defense, and the one thing that has been consistent this year has been Denver's defense. Denver's defense has carried Peyton Manning's weak ass on this whole entire season, and they also carried their, their punk ass, you know, backup quarterback this season. So, I have no reason to believe that when Denver doesn't have their number one running back, they and their backup running back, and their number one wide receiving option... I shouldn't believe in any way, shape, or form that when Ben Roethlisberger is also coming with a bad arm, that that defense is not going to be able to get him or put enough pressure on their or, or their number two wide receiver and their number three running back. Because, listen, I don't care what the names are or what they say. That, that's, what, that's what the numbers really boil down to. It's their number—they're starting with their number two wide receiver and their number three running back, right? And their number two quarterback is sitting there warming up on the bench. Or sitting there warming up on the sideline. He's not gonna be sitting down this game. He's gonna be consistently staying warm. Because at any point given point in time, if Von Miller and them boys get to get to Ben Rofflesberger Ben Roethlisberger doesn't know if he's gonna get back up. Or his or or, or, or Tomlin. Not cut Tomlin, but yeah, Tomlin doesn't know if he's gonna get back up. So listen, I got Denver coming away with this one. And and if. These guys were healthy. Even if they had D'Angelo Williams, just the number two running back. If they had D'Angelo Williams, I would have been okay. You know, I, I probably would have felt. I probably would have felt a little bit better. You know, if if, if, if they would have had their starters, I would have been okay. Like I would have said, you know, what Pittsburgh's gonna take this one from Denver because Peyton Manning just 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 throws up ducks for some reason every once in a while when he's in the playoffs and doesn't win when he should. You know, like listen, this is as complete as a team as Peyton Manning probably has ever had. I'm talking about on the defensive end and on the offensive end. Like you can't, you're not telling me that losing Julius Thomas has that been that detrimental to you? Because the weapons that you have is, is ridiculous. So let's see if he's had he's had enough rest to be able to get his playmakers the ball, where his playmakers need the ball at. Because that defense is going to do their part. We're going to see if the offense is going to be able to hold up their side of the bargain. We got Pittsburgh advancing. We, got, sorry, we got Denver advancing. Now, the game tonight, or this afternoon, I should say. Kansas City versus New England. Top of listen. Let's, let's let's eliminate the fact that I absolutely loathe New England. Obviously, you must have gotten that from the last segment. You know that that was a very heavy a block of basketball. <laughs> you know, a complete a block of basketball. If you've seen it, then you've realized. Hey, like, listen. Hey, like I said, ignore the fact that I that, seriously. That I completely love everything about New England and Boston and the Patriots and and Bill Belichick and and, and Tom Brady and Uggs and whatever they represent stand for it. This this is going to be completely football related, and it, and it makes it and this this makes it this makes my pick easier I should say because of all that, but there's not the reason that justifies my pick. Kansas City's just on a roll, and if you're on a roll like this, I I can't I. It's hard for me to go up against you. Like, we saw what the what the Giants have done on a roll like this in the past. We saw what—listen. Okay, so so let me get—let's let's just run it down. Because we've seen runs. Because the runs like this at the end of the season, or throughout the season, you know what I mean? But particularly at the end of the season is what usually produce Super Bowl champions, right? Or usually produces the, the most odd Super Bowl champions. Ben Roethlisberger's first ring, Pittsburgh was was healthy early. Was, was You know, got on a run late. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't really passing the ball then. They had the workhorse Jerome Bettis, and they was just and they was just handing the ball off to. You understand? As, as, as he just rushed his way through it, but they got, they got they caught a spark late, and they took that all the way through the Super Bowl. I think that was at like, the last time we I think we saw Arizona in the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if that was the, I'm not sure if that was the one of they of they saw them later on in the Super. They saw Arizona later on in the Super Bowl. Um, but. See, but. Fast forward and we get now the Giants have been in a similar situation. Twice. Where horrible season. And and I'm not saying Kansas City had horrible. And Kansas City didn't even have a horrible season. They had a good season. They've had a good solid season. Like they've been playing hot ever since they they, they, they started out bad. You know, like they started out really bad, like losing like four or five games straight. Something like that. Like they, they had a ridiculous record. They were like 0-4 or 1-5. You know, so yeah, we've seen the Giants do it twice, you know, get hot late, take that run and take that all the way into the Super Bowl and get a ring. Doing it twice over the Patriots at that. You understand? We've seen Seattle. And Seattle, as I told you, Seattle has found a way that works for them to sandwich their season. Start off hot, you know what I mean, Low off in the middle. And catch heat right at the end where you need the momentums, And now we've seen Seattle in two Super Bowls. And th- I know, at least three NFC Championship games, if not four. So, once again, Kansas City, they are hot. And they are hot enough to beat a banged up New England team. And that also does it too. New, New England banged up a little and, and we don't know exactly how healthy they, they, they really are, but I think they may be seriously banged up. And you just need to be a little bit banged up to to be banged up enough for a good defense. Like, you understand? Like, like, Kansas City has one of the top defenses in the league. So that's all you need is to be a second slower, to be a half a second slower, to be a half a second off. Edelman, Gronk, you know... Like I said, it's the reason. It's the reason why, I, basically, kind of the same reason why I told you that it'll be hard to pick to, to pick Pittsburgh. You understand? Like I understand, Roethlisberger's gonna be there, but gonna be a half a second slower, half a second off. Guys are banged a little too banged up. Kansas City is Kansas City is is poised to take this game and move on. And we're gonna see Kansas City versus Denver in the AFC Championship game. Also, we're gonna have Green Bay versus Arizona, and I'm just gonna make it real simple. I just don't believe still that Green Bay has it all together. I Green Bay was Green Bay versus Washington, but... And, and Washington just hasn't really... Washington. It was the NFC West. I mean, NFC East, whatever it was. We all know what that division was like this year. Like, it had to produce somebody, and it produced Washington because the Washington was the most consistent teams out of all of them. still doesn't say much about their consistency and their play. I remember, a lot of those games at the end with division games, so they took some games from teams that they were better than them because they were the best team in their division. Green Bay, Green Bay, I think is going to get manhandled again by Arizona like they did the last time, and when that happens, like I said, we're just going to see Arizona move on. Like I. That last, this last game, Seattle versus Carolina. I know I've said that these two 1 and 2s are true 1 and 2s. But I can't sit here and say what I said about Kansas City being hot and and catching fire at the right time. And and also telling you what I told you about Seattle and how they sandwiched their seasons, And how we've seen them now do this for about three straight years. In the playoffs, like they they've been they've been the team to beat. And let's not get it twisted. They have a like, people are forgetting. Seattle felt like they should have won that Super Bowl last year, so let's not act like so so we're so you're acting like Seattle doesn't have an edge to play with, as they've not been talked about for the majority of this season, as. They've been, they, they kind of been overlooked for their up-and-down struggles as Marshall Lynch hasn't been able to play, but they found a, they found a really good, great, you know, a, a really, you know, serviceable backup in him. This defense is still playing decently. But let's not forget that this team still has an edge, and they have caught fire once again right at the right time, and I see them being able to make more plays defensively against Carolina and taking that game from them. Not gonna be easy but it is gonna be something I bet you're gonna watch (laughs) we're all gonna be watching We're, we're gonna be glued to that game that's the game to watch that's the game to be glued to oh yeah we're gonna see this game we're gonna see them battle because this is gonna be a defensive game and we're gonna see if Cam Newton can Superman his way past them because listen to get past these Seahawks you're gonna have to fly above them Superman Cause they are coming. They're coming in numbers. They're coming in drones. They're coming to attack. Like I feel like Seattle. Seattle is is has playing with with an edge, that the, the that the league or or Carolina may not be ready for. Cause because it's not gonna be reckless like old El Beckham's. You understand, Mr. Old Dirty Player? <laughs> it's not gonna be like his. No, 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 So, I'm gonna have Seattle advancing. So, we, like I said, and we're gonna get that game that we've. Like I said, I, I I don't know if I'm the only one that's that's wanted Arizona. Cause remember, Arizona's been missing the playoffs for a couple of years, and and we've haven't got a chance to get that. Listen, we got to catch Arizona in Seattle for the <laughs> for the NFC Championship game when they play each other. That's a rivalry game. That game is gonna be gritty. Game is gonna be flat out gritty, nasty, disgusting, and the X factor in that. Oh man! Oh wow! I almost picked against my pick. I'm just gonna let you know. So, <laughs> where that thought process was gonna go is that, and the X factor in that game is gonna be is not gonna be having a honey badger. As Seattle takes that game. That's how. That's what I was about to say off instinct. But for some reason, I wrote down Arizona. Like, there's a lot of love I have for Arizona. I, I, I kind of want Arizona to win. To Get to win a Super Bowl, to win this Super Bowl at that. I want to see Larry Fitzpatrick and Fitzgerald. <laughs> uh, I want to see Larry Fitzgerald and Andy Reid and Carson Palmer get a ring. Like I, th- I think they're, I think they're due more than anything else. So that probably why, that's probably why I'm advancing them. But i won't be surprised at all if Seattle goes right back to the Super Bowl and gets another ring. There's something there's something about this heat check. Because like I said, the honey badger not being there is just enough for that gritty game to turn into one one random big kind of like how what happened with when they played um when Seattle played Minnesota. It, that game could come down to one random big play that the backup safety isn't that isn't is out of position. And we get a Doug Baldwin 40, 50, 60 yard touchdown out of nowhere. On a broken play. Because that safety was out of position. That the honey badger probably normally would have recognized and made up for. Like, hey, this is a broken play. Somebody's going to have to go deep Let me make sure I get the deep man But I wrote wrote Arizona down to win And I wrote Arizona down to play Kansas City And I have Arizona to beat Kansas City This is based off what's out there right now Listen, next week If if this whole thing changes Then we're going to have to redo these picks (laughs) All over again That's where we're standing Denver, Kansas City, Arizona, Seattle Kansas City over Denver Seattle over Arizona See, that's instant again. I really should just pick Seattle to win the Super Bowl, shouldn't I? I really should. That's a six seed. Because that's the perfect seed for them to do with it. Because that's the underdog seed. That means they have to go into everybody's home and smack them around and and take their lunch money. And that's the kind of thing that Seattle does. (sighs) Man, I really want Arizona to win the Super Bowl. I really do. C C L take it at all. Yeah, you know, like like I see the top teams from, from the two top teams from, from the A F C. You know, faltering fast. You know, like I said, this week is you know this week is gonna be this week is gonna be New England. Next week is gonna be Denver. They're gonna hold up next week in the N F C. Next week, but they're gonna eliminate each other and. <laughs> I want Arizona to win, but I is gonna swing this Super Bowl. Like, damn it, I got it. I just felt it in me. Seattle's winning the Super Bowl. I'm gonna have to change it my whole entire philosophy. Thinking, like I don't know, like some like like something in me is not is saying that Seattle is just poised again. But more really than not, like even even them even them being poised to make moves, right? The NFL has witnessed a couple of moves so far, and we see. Chip Kelly heading down to, you know what? Before we talk about Chip Kelly's moves and just moves in general, let's talk about, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get right back into it. Up next moves and some heartwarming stuff that we need to talk about. A talker loses his voice. To win ...championships, or become famous. They join because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, combat troops all prepared for whatever comes their way you'll find them where the lights don't flash and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country one day they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world and they can respond i became a soldier And we are back in the final segment of our show today. So like I said, there was some, there's, there's been a bunch of moves that's happening. Like right? personal moves, collective moves, just, just a bunch of moves. And one of the moves that I guess catches my eye the most, or catches almost anybody's eye the most, is, is this Chip Kelly's move to San Francisco. Because uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And and that's the big thing about it, and and the reason I I don't know is because they just lost somebody that they kind of ran out of there because they were running them into the ground. Like like, like let's, let's let's not forget part of like there were two key factors that lost Harbaugh his job, right? He was running they our, our players felt like he was they, he was running them into the ground, and. He had a kind of dictatorship kind of mentality. You understand where it was? It was it was it was it was the hardball. It was his way or the hardball way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. Those were the two options: his way or the hardball way. And if you didn't like it, then you got to then you went to his doghouse. So then you bring in Chip Kelly. That yes, where it make make sense that he can draw out the he can draw up the talent out of out, out of Cam, not Cam, but Kaepernick because. He has the skills that a guy like Chip Kelly can utilize, you know I mean, from the quarterback position, which is kind of what he's looking for. He's always been looking for like an athletic quarterback that has a good arm, that can that that make plays with his arms as well as his feet. But Chip Kelly, part of the reason he's also out of Philly is not just because he has lost all those games and he made bad personnel moves. They called him a racist. They said that he did that he did not know how to to get along or understand, comprehend, function, deal with, manage certain type of players. So if so are those same kind of players also those the same kind of players are kinda of, that are in San Francisco right now. Chip Kelly was known for having one of the fastest offenses in The league ran the most plays, which means that he also a lot of times had the most three and outs, which means that his defense also was on the also was on the field a lot more than any other defense should have been. He was running his players into the into the ground with his pace. So you lost one guy that was running the team into the ground but he was successful with them. So you trade him for another guy that's going to run him into the ground that wasn't successful with his last team. But all he does is trade away talent. San Francisco, 49ers, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously. if Harbor for Chip Kelly? Really? I mean, unless what, what you're basically saying is that he's going to have the same kind of path that Harborough had. Right? Is that, oh, you're going to go from managing the team to now we're going to send you back to the college bank. Like, like this is your next step before you just basically go back to college. Is that what it is? Is, 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 is it what you're doing? Because I, it doesn't look like that San Francisco is making... And I'm sorry. Like, it seems like I've just been poo-pooing on L.A. this whole entire day. It happened. Like, first start with the Lakers, and now, now we've been talking about the 49ers. But listen, we will going to call the spade a spade. Like, you, you, you is what you is. <laughs> you know? I don't know if Chip Kelly's going to work in San Francisco. But I'm going to tell you what, though. They're going to be interesting to watch. <laughs> I guarantee you, when football season starts... We will not stop talking about Chip Kelly and San Francisco, Chip Kelly, San Francisco, and Callan Kaepernick. Like, if we, if listen to be honest with you, if we thought we've seen Calvin Kaepernick on 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 social media before, we, I can't wait to see what happens with him next. He is I am excited to see San Francisco games. Like, listen, my my brothers, oh, my brothers, listen to this to this podcast. He's a San Francisco fan, so I know there's gonna be some things that he may not agree with. I don't know if he's seeing the same way that I'm seeing, but. Man, Chip <laughs> Kelly and San Francisco, like you might as well call them the odd couple. Like, you, it, this makes no sense, no sense whatsoever. And <laughs> I, I see talking about L.A. St. Louis Rams moves to L.A. and you know what? I'm good with it like I mean I'm really good with it like how can you not be good with it why wouldn't you be good with it like I, I mean unless you're the st. Louis Rams, um, um unless you're the st. Louis st. Louis um Ram fans maybe maybe the few fans that came that didn't have bags over their head and, and didn't fill up the stadiums and preferred to watch it listen Steelers, the, the, the The Rams have been building something there. And I guess they feel that they'll get what they need if they were in a different market. And they could just be talking about from a talent standpoint on who they can attract. Like, who wants to go live in Missouri? Like, I listen, not not for nothing, I've been to Missouri. I've been there during the fall. I went on. I went through the arch and I looked at the city because that's what it is when you go to the arch. It's a view of the city, and I wanted to puke. I'm sorry. It's just what it. it just is what it is. Like it, it. Like I didn't see anything really attractive about that city. Like like it. Down down baby. Yeah no. It was just I. I just felt down. And there was no excitement. There was no country grammar. Like the mall was decent. Like I, I remember going to that mall. I wrote two poems. Like like on the way to the mall, one of them was about spousal abuse and a and a, and a young boy dying. Like like that's the kind of emotion they drag out of me. Like <laughs> So them going to LA, good for them. Good for them. LA Rams, again. Like, that's, like, it's not like they weren't the LA Rams before. Like like, like St. Louis Rams are over here talking about like they weren't given that team. That was taken away from somebody else. Like like so like this thinking about this. Like anytime that you take a chick from somebody, right? Can you ever really fully trust her after that? Because you're like, if you can take her from somebody, then somebody else should supposedly be able to take her from you. And that's what happened there. Like, you took that team from somebody. So what would make you think that somebody can't come in and take that team from you? That You just lost your team to a, to a better city. Get over it. Move on. Hopefully, within the next couple of years, you will build enough of a, of a, of a fan base, a tree of a fan base, you know, when they decide, you know, if the NFL decides to expand ever again, you know, to, you know add, add a couple more teams. And you can make your bid to you know to put a team back in St. Louis, but for right now, you you know root for the L.A. Rams because they moved it there because you weren't doing enough for them to want to invest anything more into the team. This is your fault. If any if, if it's any fan if it's anybody's fault in it's the St. Louis Rams fans' fault. Like if they ever took the Dolphins out of Miami, I, I I understand it. It'll be the Dolphins fans' fault. Support the team a little bit better. But also, listen, you you only could get in what you get out. Like they can't, like they 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 don't they refuse to invest into the team because you won't support them, and you don't support them because they refuse to invest in, invest into the team. So you have this never-ending cycle of nobody, one not wanting to support and one wanting to invest, and you go nowhere. Then the team is out of there, and then you wonder why. Yeah, cash a talks. You listen. In the, in the next decade or so, they'll talk about possibly moving a team to St. Louis. Like we'll see it. Don't worry. We'll we'll see another one there. It'll be done. it'll be during one of the next expansions. St. Louis, get your fan base up. That's what we got. To, if if that's what you really want to hear, get your fan base up. They're moving to L. A. and they're they're waiting to hear. You know about the second team that they're gonna get in L. A. Oh, let's let's hope it's this Like I don't like, I'd like to see Oakland keep their team. You know, so San Diego, like the San Diego Chargers, like listen, L. A. Chargers sound good too. And from San Diego to to, to L. A. Listen, you're talking about just moving down. You know, what I mean, like like a, a couple hundred miles up. up you know, through the state. Like right? run it. Run it. Let it happen. But listen, this next section, this next for I I saw this across the wire this morning. And I guess I wanted I guess I just wanted to talk about it because like I just wanted to show, you know, my homage, my, my respect, you know, my my condolences to Chris Mortensen. I just saw it, I just heard that he had throat cancer and being somebody that's aspiring to be in a position that he is on a professional level you know you know when you hear that somebody that talks for a profess for a profession has cancer especially in in an area that is your profession you know more than the writing is these days it's it's more about what more it has to say you know but i guess that would just, this will just focus force force him to possibly focus more on the writing point part and get it and getting his message out there, you know, physically, you know, more than having to say it. But yeah, heard that he had throat cancer. I just want to send my condolences. Hope that he makes a recovery and, and completely gets and completely, you know, beats up cancer, as <laughs> as that dude's daughter says. You know, so this one's out to you, my V. Uh, so In the next show, coming up, we are going to talk about the division winners. The next NBA games to watch. And big booty hoes. After all these years, they are still humping with it. But we call it twerking now. That and more later on the Mighty Sports Minute. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. Remember you can you can catch me on, on all on all the platforms. If if you're listening to SoundCloud or if you don't know yeah you go always catch me on SoundCloud at my sports M Y T Sports. You can also catch me on Twitter that's Might you can also catch me at, at on Twitter. That's at Mighty Sports as well. You can catch me on Facebook on Mighty Sports. Anywhere you want it, I I'm, I can, I'm gonna get it to you. I'm also working on something where I'm gonna see if I can get this on on TuneIn Radio. So look for that. Uh, look look for that well, I'm, I'm working on the dynamics. And also, I have something very special that if you know me personally, so I'm talking to people that physically know me. I'm pretty sure that you're gonna be hanging out with me for the Super Bowl. I have a surprise for you guys on Super Bowl evening. Thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it once again. Like I said, stay tuned, stay blessed, and please, don't you ever stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't so be together again. LATER THAN A WHOLE GANG OF PEOPLE SOUGHT LAST CALL FOR DRINKS bars CLOSING DOWN SUNS OUT WHERE WE GOING FOR BREAKFAST DON'T WANNA GO FAR ROUGH NIGHT Tired, BABY Tired. MY TEA